But once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his, his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Till the end of time. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. fun there yeah having a little texan yeah got a little female friend you're texting huh no nah, just hitting the, talking to a couple friends about something oh sports related yeah oh what putting your bets in huh no i was actually actually talking with uh a source about uh some news that broke yesterday hunter dickerson yeah. Where they're going, where he might end up. Just like you brought it up, because we're going to get into a segment. Bad habit. You know who Steve Lacey is? No, you don't. He sings the song "Bad Habit." This is what the instrumental is, right wow. here. Really good song though. Make sure you check it out. Maybe you know you do DJ, don't you? Here and there at basketball games. Yeah, put this in your rotation. Yeah, I don't feel this. I'm not feeling this one. Wait, 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 wait. The kids love it. You got to play with the kids love. I'm I telling you, bro, put this would, on. Don't don't why wouldn't they like it? Tell me why. Eh, I don't know. Because you Maybe. don't like it. Nah, no, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just not feeling it. So you just said the kids don't like it. I mean, it's hard for me to see how they like it. Frank, you are 38 years old. How do you know I'm what 34. It? 34. My bad. I put four extra years on you. Sorry. Right next season, you'll be 35. This is the jam right here. Kids love it. Come on, dude. I work with kids as well. The songs that they like. And it's pretty catchy, too. So you can put that on right there, you know. I'm telling you. Speaking of which, we're going to get into a couple of topics. One, the Hall has picked candidates. Yes, I, I, did, I did see that. Let you know about that. Two, Michigan Center because we didn't talk about it in the, I totally forgot about it in the NCAA yeah so did I as well it's, so you know bad but it was a lot of stuff we had to talk about but oh, yeah. Hunter Dickerson though leaving Michigan in the transfer portal I believe he was the leading scorer like at 19.8 points per game and we'll get into that basically those two things also Raptors coach Nick Nurse has to basically think about reflect after this season i don't know what he needs to reflect about no i think um nick nurse paid his dues did well as a coach but you know actually we will talk about this because there's a pistons tie to this but i think i know what it is yeah but we'll get to that first hunter dickerson what do you think Uh, him transferring i think is kind of a surprise why well because he but then at the same time, it may not be. Because for one, leading, sc- leading scorer on the team was a college All-American. Mm-hmm. And, but I think at the same time, he's seeing, okay, things aren't going so well here. Why aren't they going so well, though? Michigan didn't make the tournament. Whose fault is that? 
There's a lot to there's a lot of directions that could go. Well, what direction? I think I think we've said that it's kind of on. Oh, now Jared, that's a low blow, low blow. He said it'll turn into Georgetown hoops like Patrick Ewing. But by the way, though, Patrick I'm Ewing, not saying that. By the way, Patrick Ewing did win a Big East tournament title. He did. The last now this year they only won like one or two games, but he did win the Big East. Was that during COVID? I think it is the COVID year. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, there's an asterisk now. Oh, there's that's an asterisk now. Well, I mean that's kind of, kind of what? That's subjective. Kind of How's that subjective? Some say because there are a lot of people that say, "Oh, COVID doesn't count because it was." They it talk wasn't about that real. with the Lakers. Oh, hey! You but after eat. that, COVID. Everyone had kind of figured out COVID, and everybody got back to playing. You can't say that. Yeah, but um, but I mean, from what I've heard about about uh, Dickinson from a source, okay, uh, the, that he might end up heading to Georgetown with Ed Cooley. Yeah. Okay. Well, because he's from the D.C. area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've also heard that they have a pretty pretty lucrative NIL deal for him as well. Mm-hmm. Probably more than what he's getting in Michigan. And I've also heard that uh, Jawan Howard is not happy about it. Mm-hmm. He's been plucked, so... So, like I said, and I've and Georgetown won the 2021 Big East Championship. That was only two years ago. <laughs> so now Michigan, who has not won a Big Ten championship, that's going to be pretty good for them. So you can't really say that, Jared. <laughs> well, and then of course now I'm- Jared has his inside sources. He says that there is poor coaching, awful teaching. And the only thing they're learning is to slap each other. Huh. Just like he slapped a coach at Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. April Fools. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> he, uh, well, I mean, we weren't fully on a really smacking coach. Right. But he did smack a coach. Right. But he's saying it is awful teaching. Now, that might be Jared's inside source. Other people are saying that he actually is a really great teacher of basketball. A lot of NBA sources say that, and some people within the college ranks say that that's one of his fortes is teaching the game of basketball. I think what the real problem, and I'll tell you what the real problem is, and Jared could have good sources. I'm not saying he doesn't. The one problem that you guys have is the guard play is atrocious. Yeah. And you said that on this show. Huh? And Jawan Howard is the victim of his position. And this is where I say it. Heavenly, you know, God rest his soul, Louis Orr. Here's an example. He was at BG. Louis Orr seemed he never could get the guard position right at Bowling Green. He would get phenomenal post players, which in the mid-major conference like the Mac. If you can get great post play, you can win a lot of games. But at the end of the day, though, you got to have great guard play if you want to have the complete great season. And a lot of times, either he did have great guards, he didn't know how to use them. The one guard they had, Crawford, man, was he a gun? Oh, my God, he was a gunner. They had him at point guard, and he he was a volume shooter. He was no Caitlin Clark by any means. 
and he didn't get everybody he didn't distribute the ball it was him it started with them ended with them and he would chuck up bad shots when then you had a few guys um a guy from st john's um jablowski i believe his name is who was really more of of a distributing point guard and could get the rock to everybody or he just didn't have guards at all and i think that's the problem with michigan is that the difference between him and Beeline is Beeline would develop those three or four stars, but he always had great guard play. Now, does it did it transcend the NBA talent? No, but it was good enough for Big Ten basketball and, and major high level college basketball. That's been your problem. You haven't had the Derek Waltons. You haven't had the Xavier Simpsons. Those those players don't come to Michigan. He's trying to get these five stars, these guys that are wings, and then trying to make them into a point guard, which it takes a lot to develop a point guard. So maybe that's where people are saying, well, his teachings are awful because you're trying to take a player where he's excelled at and really good to try to take him to a different position and make him into something that sometimes will take a while. You got to go through the lumps, and you guys are seeing that. Not to mention also – the shooting, not not recruiting shooting, just like with South Carolina, I, I think that is an abomination. Let's be honest. In this day and age, you got to have one or two, at least one or two shooters. If everyone cannot shoot, that's just bad. So I don't know is it whether, whether or not it's the teaching and developing, or is it just that they just have bad development? Because think about it. Hunter Dickerson has had a great career at Michigan. Yeah, but of course they say his game's not going to translate to the NBA. He's a back-to-the-basket center. But who cares? As I said before, I just said earlier, you're talking about just Michigan in that realm. Xavier Simpson, is he an NBA player? No. Derek Walton? No. Only other guy is Trey Bird. He bounced around. Exactly. He's a a decent level. But all those guys came in and made Mitch McGarry. All I know is he got drafted drafted by the Thunder and never made anything. Well, yeah, back problems. But but the fact of the matter is he recruited well. He's seen the potential that they had. He did develop them well. But just because he's not an NBA player doesn't always mean – he did. I think he had a great college career, and I think that's the difference between Beeline and, 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 and Howard. You're trying to get these guys that are NBA supposed guys, and they're just not a good fit. It's just like putting a, a square peg in a round hole. It's just poor. Everything is the, the 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 whole development of the roster is bad. So now people are saying that, you know, maybe he can't develop, maybe he can't teach. I just think it's just bad pieces. And, and maybe they do need to start over. But I do think if they would have got a couple shooters around Hunter Dickerson, you've got the big that you need, and it's whatever I said. Even though his back is to the basket, he still gets rebounds, still can get put back. Yeah. So just in case if you get one of those rare games where you're not shooting well, he can clean that up. Other than that, though, all I saw basically out there was power forwards and athletic wings. And that's why they were always losing. Look at Purdue. Purdue had pretty did pretty well also in the Big Ten, but when, when they got to guard play and handling pressure, they were just awful. Yeah. And plus, source has also told me that mm-hmm. that again, I'm not claiming this to be gospel. That no, Juwan Howard may look at possibly returning to the NBA as a coach. 
That's fine. I, I mean, I, let's be honest. Did you really think Jawan was going to stick around? He wasn't going to be like Beeline. And, and literally, I, you got to give applause to Beeline. I mean, he took I do. That, that, that program I, I, was straight, as you like to say, I, ass. It was. I and mean, then he actually made, and he made them a competitive. He got to two national championships. I mean, so ass. It's like dried up, two-day dried up diarrhea and butt crack hair ass. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. It was it was. Those were some bad. I don't, there's so many players that were so ass on that team before he got there. You don't even remember they played for Michigan. <laughs> just like who was this kid? What? And those were the Tommy Amaker and Tommy Amaker tried. Yeah, but it just and yeah. I do understand the sanctions kind of hurt them too. Yeah, I mean he was he was left to he came in there when it was pretty much disaster and he tried did the best he could. I mean it was just basically a, 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 an empty Domino's pizza box full of roaches. I mean it was just it was just an awful team. Yeah, just awful. I mean you just had to spray raid on it and just throw the box away. This is how that's how bad that Michigan teams were. Now, I don't think now under Howard it's going to get that bad. No. I do think he has some cachet. Some people want to get to the NBA thinking that, but I do think though they need to be more selective. Do you think if they would have kept DeJulius and Zeb Jackson, maybe that could have helped? Because Zeb Jackson was basically a beeline recruit. I think Howard was like, well, you know, I'll be quite honest with you i don't think he ever really wanted zeb but zeb was that guy that could fit right in and develop really nicely sit behind there develop the culture and then you know by this time if he would have still i think if zeb if the beeline would have been there zeb would have been a pretty decent player for michigan that's quite possible okay so Final thoughts on Michigan before we move to the next topic. We got about eight more minutes. Well, I do believe that next season is going to be pretty rough because with uh, well with the transfer report, you never know. Well, I mean, we he did bring that, that one dude uh, from Alabama in. The one dude you don't even know the man's name. That's I've, how good he is. Well, I don't. I, his name escapes me right now. It's, right, that means he's not that good. And he's at his third school now, <laughs> which that kind of has some red flags as well. Okay. Well, and plus, because plus you got Jet with two T's declared for the NBA. Yes, and, and Kobe Buffkin. We may, may I don't know. I've heard he might be declaring. Yeah, but is that really a, a a loss though? Well, it's your three best players that are gone, and they're recruiting. Yeah, they're recruiting their incoming recruiting class is not good. Uh, the three of the guys that made it to the NIT, right? Okay. Think about it. Are they really that good? Well, if they're in the right situation, they would be. Mm, okay. Next one, the Hall of Fame. Talk about the Hall. And the Hall inducted some some good people right here. As we'll look at this, as Pop got in. Yeah. He is finally a Hall of Famer. The Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame on today or Saturday announced. Who got in? Nowitzki, Parker, and Gasol are joining Dwayne Wade, Becky Hammond, and Greg Popovich as the headliners of the 2023 class that'll be enshrined on August 11th and the 12th. Also being inducted as well is 1976 U.S. Olympic basketball coach or team basketball team former Purdue coach Gene Cady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
former Texan A&M women's coach Gary Blair, um, a Division three. Uh, he was a Division three coach too. Um, David Hickson and Gene Bess, who won a lot in junior college. Um, also, a contributor is Jim Valvano. Thoughts? Sounds like a good class to me. We'll, we'll talk about the heavy hitters. Obviously, is is Greg Popovich a Hall of Famer, or did he benefit from those three and um, Mister uh, Tim Duncan? Uh, I would say he's a Hall of Famer. So he's a Hall of Famer. Okay, I mean, he's one. I mean, how many? How many? I mean, look, you Yeah, five. Cha- he's got five championship rings as a coach, but he's been being boo boo lately, though. Yeah, tanking for Wimby. Yeah, but I, I mean, I also think that he's probably getting near the end of his career too. He's he's in his seventies. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him coaching for too much longer. Okay, what about obviously, what about Tony Parker? Undoubtedly, the Hall. Oh yeah, he belongs. Maybe there. more internationally, what he's done. Also, yeah. he, he had a great NBA career. He's always forgotten. Yeah, always forgotten. I Next. mean, he's. I mean, he was basically like the the, th- the third guy for the big three when it was was Duncan, Ginobili, and him. Dwayne Wade's got to be the worst out of all these guys. April Fools. No, just, uh, <laughs> I had to get that in there. No. What about Dwayne Wade? Hall of Famer? Yeah. Becky Hammond? I would say. I'm six-time WNBA All-Star. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I didn't really know too much about her playing career. I only knew about her coaching career because she was one of Pop's assistants, mm-hmm. and then she coached the Las Vegas Aces. Won a championship last year. Yeah. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah. So Hall of Fame class, August 11th and 12th. Uh, I guess Jared is logged off. I thought Jared would kind of chime in on that one. Yeah. So we got that going on. And I th- what was the third thing we were supposed to talk about? Well, I think we're about out because we're it's five to one right now. I I know we've got five minutes. Yeah. I know. I was trying to think of the other. I'm I'm not sure either. Look at this: the four NBA players, Nowitzki, Parker, Gasol, and Wade, combined for ninety five thousand ninety two points, thirty nine All Star appearances, and ten NBA championships. Hammond was a six time WNBA All Star and is coach of the reigning WNBA champion Las Vegas Aces. Last thing. What makes a great coach? And I will tell you, it's not about wins and losses because, once again, at the end of the day, there's some coaches that have great wins and losses and they can't coach out of a paper bag. Your thoughts, hmm. real quick. I would, well, I think it's also the ability to put a culture in place, mm-hmm. help develop players get better, and also teach life lessons. That's where Raptors coach Nick Nurse needs time to reflect after the season. Um, He'll take a few weeks to see where he's at. I, this, that's what I was going to talk about, coaching. I think Dwayne Casey got robbed. I do think Dwayne Casey will probably get caught holding the stink bag, which is called the Detroit Pistons, and get fired. I think so, too. I think that he really coached some uh, decent Toronto Raptors teams, and they ended up giving it to Nick Nurse. I believe he got fired from Toronto. Yeah, and he got fired the year he won Coach of the Year. Yeah, and then they get Kawhi Leonard and Nick Nurse goes and wins. Yeah. That's why I brought this up. Sometimes I think Dwayne Casey's a great coach. He's just been in some bad situations. And Detroit. <sighs> yeah. 
that that he he was getting. I mean, he was give, He basically had to come in and take over Van, the mess that Stan Van Gundy left. Stan was not before Dwayne, was he? Yeah, Stan Van Gundy was before Dwayne Casey. I guess he was. Yeah, because Van Gundy was uh, the coach and basically the head of basketball ops. Yeah, yeah. And he basically had he basically had Bill Belichick like control, and it didn't work out so well. So who was coaching him in 2016? It was Stan. Yeah, because they got rid of Van. Because if Van Gundy was gone, it was somebody else in between. No, Van Gundy came in in uh, in the late oh, in late two thousands. Because you got remember Josh Smith and them. They got into it. Yeah. Well, then they then they ended up then they ended up uh, telling Josh Smith to go kick rocks, mm-hmm. and they actually got better. And then the whole form up wall, all and they seemingly started. They were really bad. Then they won a lot of games and started flirting with the last playoff spot. With Andre Drummond and all that. Yeah. So I think it was, I want to say it was 2018 where they got rid of him. I believe, you sure it wasn't um, Michael Curry? No, Curry was before that. Mm. Okay. Let's see here. No. Oh, Okay. Because Curry was there for a year after okay, after yes. uh, Flip Saunders, they yes. they got rid of Flip Saunders. John Kuster, Lawrence Frank, Maurice Cheeks, oh, Mo Cheeks, John Lawyer, yeah. St- Stan Van Gundy from fourteen to eighteen. So that's right, Stan was there for the for the playoff, and then Dwayne Casey eighteen to the present. Yeah, wow. Larry Brown was only there for two years. Yeah, but I think he ended up leaving because they said he had health issues and he resurfaced elsewhere. Right. Well, that'll do it for this show. Um, but I just wanted to ask you what makes a great coach because it's just so many definitions. And a lot, I think sometimes it's not fair to coaches when they try to uh, judge them by wins and losses. And that's what, I just wanted to know if what your thoughts were on that. Because, you know, as me with coaching, and sometimes I think it's the players that really make it for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any plans of the weekend? Yeah, not a lot. Nothing? Yeah, not really. Just trying to take advantage of some downtime when I can because next few weeks it's a lot of baseball. A lot of baseball. And I'll have AAU coming up in a couple weeks. Coach, anybody from uh, my neck of the woods? Yes. Um, Zach? Play for Ida. Zach Henry. Yes. That's my cousin. That's your cousin? Yeah. Oh. Gary? Yeah, get yeah, Gary. His dad. Yeah, get yeah, Gary. Well, it's actually his mom his uh, mom Jennifer is uh, first cousins with my dad, so Oh, okay. All right. Well, so yes. T- Zach is on my team. Well, you just tell, tell Okay, you can tell that you know me. I think I did ask him did he know did he know Frank Vashner and he said yes. Yeah, he's a good he's a good kid. Yeah, very good. Not a bad basketball player. Yeah, he but what if he's gonna break the ice trays back out? The ice trays, we need the shoes. He's got oh, Trey Young, Trae ice, Young trays. ice trays. Okay, nice, yeah. nice. Well, I'll go ask Zach. Like, hey, Frank, you know, me and him do a show together. Is that why he sent me a friend request, Gary? Because he knows you. Yes, that okay. is probably why. Okay, I was just wondering, but yeah, Zach's a great kid. He's been at every practice and everything. He's been really impressive. Oh yeah. All right, well, for me, just getting to some AAU. But you won't be here next week because of me. You're going to be the Easter Bunny. I know I have April Fools. I have, I have baseball. Okay, he has as dressed up as the Easter Bunny. No, 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 no. no. I, 
Let's see, I've got baseball on the 8th, I got it on the 15th, I got it on the 22nd, that's to umpire, and then on the 29th I think I got games to announce at Bliss Field. Well, thank you so much, Frank, and uh, you enjoy your weekend in baseball. I will. It's been a presentation of 88.3 WGTs after further review. David couldn't call in, he'll probably be back next week, or we'll probably have a tape show for you, as you know. Get into that AAU season, make sure you always check us out on WGTs after further review with the picture of Frank Bastard and the horse's head for any podcast if you missed the live show here on 88.3 WXUT, usually 11.30 to about 2. For Frank and David, I'm Derek Lawson. Peace. We're out. We'll see you when you see you. WXUT's after further review.